1: to a true entertainment legend, Lori, Julia, and your very special guest. Oh my gosh, we were so excited. We interviewed Bob Newhart. So uh, let's hear a little bit from Bob. He's going to be in town on Friday night, June 28th, for part of the Minneapolis um, Comedy Festival. And uh, tickets are available. You guys are really affordable. He's a legend. He's going to be 90 September 4th. And uh, okay, so we're talking to uh, Bob Newhart. Here we go. Okay, so are we talking to um, Bob Newhart today?
2: You're talking to Bob.
1: I was wondering if that was going to be you, because I was going to say, is it Bob Hope, Bob Newhart, (laughs) (laughs) Bob Dylan? Which Bob?
2: Bob. You're gonna have to dig up Hope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I kind i told my mom, "Oh my gosh, we're so excited! We're interviewing Bob Newhart today." Oh, yeah. But I called you Bob Hope, oh, and she's like, God. "I hope not." I hope not. <laughs> Bob, we're we're big, huge, huge fans. I know everyone says that to you, but we
3: just have to say it too.
2: I I have to tell you something <laughs> happened to me the other day talking about this very subject. I was, um, I don't know. I was out. I walked into a store or something, and God said. Oh my God! Is that you? <laughs> I said, Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he said, Oh my God, I can't believe this. He said, Could you? Could I get a picture? Yeah, you know, a selfie. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this. I, I, I must be your biggest fan. And uh, and, and I, don't know, I was buying something. and He said, You know who this is?
1: This is Bob Hope. <laughs> <laughs> So we're not the only ones. Well, we are delighted. If people are just joining us, we are so excited to be talking with Bob Newhart, the legendary comedian, Grammy Award winner, Emmy winner, um, comic that is coming here to the inaugural Minneapolis Comedy Festival this summer starting next week. And you are going to be performing here Friday, June 28th at the Orpheum Theater. And tickets are available. I can't believe that. I know it. So people, <laughs> so tell everybody why they should come see you, Mr. Newhart. Uh, well, you know, I
2: don't know if it's the reason they should come see me, but um, uh, Minneapolis was a very important part of when I was first starting out in 1960. I, uh, I, I had a recording contract with, with, with one of records. And uh, I I went down, they finally found a a club called the Tidelands in Houston, Texas, that would take a chance on a guy who had never been on a nightclub floor. I literally had never, I had been in radio, but had never been on a nightclub floor. And they finally found this club in in Houston that was willing to to take a chance. So I recorded this album, and uh, the the comedy album.
1: The button down mine of Bob Newhart, that big one? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: the biggie, and, yeah. and that, and uh, and and then it, it, I didn't hear from them, and this, <laughs> it was like April, and uh, and you know my friends were saying, whatever happened to that comedy album? I said, you know, I, I'm going to have to call up Warner Brothers, and so I called up Warner Brothers, and I said, uh, you know, I I made a, a comedy record for you people, um, you know, about three months ago, and I just wondered. What had happened? uh, Because I haven't heard anything about it, and and they said it's going crazy in Minneapolis. (laughs) Really? Yeah. They said (laughs) they said every pressing we make, we're sending right away to Minneapolis. It's they 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 publish in the in the paper, the the Times, like seven thirty at night. You can hear the driving instructor, but then at eleven thirty at night. You can hear the submarine commander, and it was Howard Viken, uh That was CCO. One. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. The call letters look very familiar.
1: Yes, well, we're on MyTalk, and all you know, we've been. It's an all-talk station, kind of female-driven here in the Twin Cities, and. Oh. For people who don't know, and I was telling Lori this, about how you started out with your prank calls and which led to Warner Brothers Finding You and the best-selling album, one of the best-selling com- comedian albums of all times, The Button-Down mine of Bob Newhart, can you just tell Lori a little bit about your prank calls and the genesis of those?
2: Sure. I was, um, I was an accountant. I graduated from Loyola University in Chicago, and With a degree in accounting, and fully intending to be an accountant, and then realized that that I hated accounting. (laughs) (laughs) But I I went into service in '52, and during the Korean War, and and I got out in '54, and and went back into accounting, and I I was it, it drove me so nuts. It was so boring. That I had this friend of mine that I was in a show group with, and like four o'clock in the afternoon, I'd call him, and we'd do bits over the phone just to keep me from going insane. Right. You know? And <laughs> uh, and and so uh, one of the things I had to t- take, uh, I had to have charge of was was petty cash, and uh, so a salesman would come in from from the road. This is for a U.S. gypsum company. Uh, they come in from and uh, then later the Liden Company, the paint company. Okay. Uh, and and they'd come in and I'd, I'd, they'd give me a, a, a bill for the, <clears throat> the motel room and or for gasoline or for lunch or whatever, and I'd give them cash. And then at the end of the day, I had to balance the receipts against what was left in the cash drawer. <clears throat> and um, but it never balanced. It was always off. <laughs> And, and and it came five o'clock. Everybody left except me because I was still looking for why you know it was off a dollar fifty, and so I'd spend like three hours trying to find the dollar fifty. And I did this for about a month, and and then one day I said, "Oh, the hell with it!" Uh, and it, it was it was under two dollars, so I took two dollars out of my pocket and I put it in petty cash. So now it balanced, you know. But then the next day it was a dollar fifty over, so I took a dollar fifty out, you know. And the head of the accounting department, he found out what I was doing, and he said, uh, "My legal name's George." He said, Ge- "George, uh, George, those are not sound accounting principles." <laughs> and I said, "But Enron is, right?" Yeah. Right, God. <laughs> I said, and I looked, I- "I'm not cut out for accounting." Uh, and, and that's when I decided I was going to take a year or two or whatever it might take, three maybe at the most, uh, and, and just um, see if I could uh, I could uh, you know make a, a living in in comedy because that's what I really really wanted to do. And it it, um, it took about three or four years and. Um, and then this friend of mine, Dan Sorkin, who's a major disc jockey in Chicago, he he the Warner Brother record people were coming through, and and um, and Dan said, I had this friend of mine who's I think is really funny, and they said, well, well, you know, I have him put something down on tape, and so I put down I had at that time the driving instructor, uh, Abe Lincoln, and uh, the submarine commander. Okay. <laughs> And <laughs> All great and I, characters, <laughs> and uh, so Dan played him, and they say, "Okay, we'll give him a recording contract," and and they said, "We'll record you at your next nightclub," and I said, "See, we've got a problem there because I've never played a nightclub," and that, so then they went on a search for, and finally found the, the Tidelands, which would take a chance on.
1: So Houston did finally. That's where you started.
3: Really, yeah, yeah. Wow. And how did you meet Lucille Ball? Because uh, we understand that you guys were good friends. Well, I wouldn't say we're good friends. We knew each other. Okay, we, we'd run into each other, and uh, you didn't know her in the biblical way. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yes. No. <laughs> she. Got, is, you don't
2: I, know I who just said she, that. I think she would have liked to. Really. If that it happened biblically, but. Yeah. Uh,
1: I am sure you got that from all the gals.
2: <laughs> but I was married at
1: the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I still am, as a matter of fact. I know, to Ginny. Yes. How 50, many years have 50, you been married? Six years, yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How does she put up with you?
2: You know what? Uh, she's like the, you know, the, the, the song Wind Beneath My Wings. And,
1: uh-huh.
2: and she's like the, the ballast on a ship, you know, because every time, you know, you start getting full of yourself, and she kind of brings you back. To life, like um, we have a thing here in LA that, that you have to s- separate the garbage. You have to put non-recyclable in one bin and, and recyclable in the other. And it's like Tuesday afternoon, and so Ginny said to me, uh, "Oh, oh, Bob, oh, I nearly forgot. So you you got to put take the recyclables out and put them, put them outside, and and the the non-recyclables." And so I was kind of full of myself, so I said, uh, this is when they were, they were getting along, uh, <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt and... Uh, uh, Angelina
1: Jolie? Angelina yeah.
2: Jolie. So I said, do you, uh, honey, do you think that Angelina Jolie uh, tells Brad Pitt to take out the recyclables? And she said, if you were Brad Pitt, I wouldn't tell you to take out the
1: recyclables. <laughs> <laughs> Bada boom, she gets you. Oh, he's so cute. So we talked to him like an hour before our show today, and we're going to play the second part. That's Bob Newhart. And um, he was just, we were just, Lori and I were just giddy talking to him. We're going to come back with the Dirt Alert. But in 1961, he won Album of the Year for Best New Artist at the Grammys. It's one of the oddest Grammys um, because they never would give it to comedians. comedians. They give it to musicians, and he beat out Elvis. And he beat out wow. um, Frank Sinatra. Oh, my gosh. So he, and he, then
3: he sold all the records here. It must have been a bad winter. People were just staying kenneled up and listening to music. They were listening to
1: comedy. Yeah. I mean, and he was <laughs> just so delightful. So we'll hear that. But first, we're going to do the Dirt Alert with Miss Holly. And then we'll be back with more Bob Newhart. This is
3: a My Talk Dirt Alert,
1: Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert. Hey, Ms. Holly, what do you got
0: for us? Oh, I have sad news for lovers because Dina Lohan's internet boyfriend has called it quits again. And this time he's blaming it on Dina's daughter, Lindsay Lohan. Can oh, no. you believe it? Did she want him to meet in person? No, apparently Lindsay in a new interview in Australia uh, was kind of ripping on Jesse Nadler. That has been Dina Lohan's on-again, off-again boyfriend for the past five years. And Nadler said that he's been warned by Dina that Lindsay was tough on their relationship in the interview. But after hearing it yesterday, he immediately ended things. He went on to say that he didn't want to come between her and her oldest daughter
3: in any way. Would we turn Lindsay Lohan down if they made her available for an interview? No. no? Oh, we would talk to her. Oh we would. Oh we would. Okay. Lori.
1: Well. Lori who has no standards is asking me who <laughs> has some standards and I said yes. Okay. So apparently neither of us have standards anymore, Holly. That's the way it is. I have never had any standards. So I would gladly invite Lindsay Lohan. I, would do an I
3: mean what issue? Pr- this is that same interview that Kylie that you know that morning show couple yeah, or whatever. This is from Australia. we're trying to figure out what is she promoting so this is on the
0: Kyle and Jackie O show yes. in Australia you know maybe her Lohan Beach Club is starting to air now in Australia that's the only thing that I can think of and the only reason I would oh, think that she's yeah, on Australian radio but she was asked about Dina's relationship with this guy and she laughed it off as, off as a farce claiming she didn't know who this person is referring to Nadler oh. Lindsay said we don't know who he is she doesn't know who he is no one Never met him. She's never met him. Now, there have been conflicting reports on whether or not Dina Lohan met this guy. Remember, we first learned about it when Dina was on Celebrity Big Brother earlier this year. And I believe it was Tamar Braxton who was like, you are being catfished. Yes. She's never even
3: met this guy. How do you break up with someone you've never met? It's not a relationship.
0: Yeah. Now, it did a little Facebook stalking on this guy. Okay. And they were commenting back and forth on each other's Facebook posts. So there was some kind of. Okay,
3: online flirting. Online
0: flirting mm-hmm. interaction with each other. And it did date uh, a long time before Celebrity Big Brother. Oh. I was checking the dates on these comments. And so there was some kind of, uh, you know, chemistry flirting. It seemed like they knew each other pretty well. They were leaving nice comments on each other's photographs and wishing each other well and, you know, cutesy kind of things. So. I, I feel like we don't need to
3: worry about Dina Lohan.
0: I, I feel, I feel like way. we're
3: dirtying Bob Newhart just
1: in doing
0: this. Follow I, that. I know. Well, you know, isn't he cute? He is He's fabulous. So and if you missed it, we just listened to the first part of Laurie and Julia's interview with comic yeah. legend Bob Newhart. We're so gonna good. so good. We're gonna listen to the second half. After this dirt alert, I nothing can add up to Bob Newhart's legend here. I've just got a bunch of trash. I'm going to tell you about. Right, so. that's well, true. That's we'll un, just track trash. I know. All right. Well, here's something, uh, Julie. I know you wanted to listen to. This is a new track from Dottree, the singer from American yes, Idol. Yes.
1: Yes. All right. So, the, yeah, this is he's so got an album out and his wife. Can we hear the song? Let's hear the song and then we'll discuss.
0: All right. Here is a little bit of the new song from Daughtry. It's called As You Are. I I like it. I like it, too. I
1: love you as you are. And apparently his wife, that he's been together with Chris Daughtry, of course, from American Idol. And then he had that one big song. Lori, we saw him in concert, I think, or you did. Yeah, Yeah. And, um... He's the bald headed guy. He was yep. really a rocker. He was rocker, really great. Yeah, he was mm, and he's, he's been with um his wife since 2000 and I,
3: since he sold vacuum cleaners and she did something else. So I he wanted that. to be a singer.
1: I love that.
3: He was a vacuum cleaner cleaning Selsen. salesman by day and then an aspiring rock singer at night. And so she And she was a licensed massage therapist. So they go go way back. Mm. Yeah. Years. And
1: before that apparently she had been married once to and then also had a relationship with a woman um and they weren't married
3: you're bearing the lead she's revealed she's bisexual she's written about it in a song and the burning question i have is is she bisexual within her marriage to chris Daughtry? that's what i want to know does the song answer that i don't think you're going to get love any you answers as you are. So I don't know what that means, you know, or do they have a monogamous relationship? Oh, Lori, <clears throat> you listen to the full song and report back tomorrow. Well, I don't know, but I like this song. But I anyway, she didn't tell him about it until just recently. Oh, I thought she told him a long time ago. This is where your reading eyes were bouncing around. That was the. Yes, they were. Yeah, he, she
1: kept just it a secret him. from him. Oh, I didn't know.
3: She said about this. Yeah, she
0: wrote the song, yeah. and then uh, <clears throat> she, Chris, tells People Magazine it just felt really honest. And I instantly started hearing the chorus in my head: "I love you just as you are." So, it, apparently, until recently, only a handful of Deanna's friends and family knew of her bisexuality. And uh, well, Chris actually knew soon after they met that Deanna was divorced from a man in
3: a prior relationship with right. a woman.
0: So he knew a little bit about that. And which unf- to
3: me, that could be like kind of a, a plus in your. On your, you know, pro side, whatever. Right. Like if I'm a guy. Sure. I'm going, sure. oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, all right. So there you go. As You Are, that's off of Daughtry's upcoming fifth album, which is called "Cage oh, to Rattle. It was a very pretty song. It was. Oh, we're getting more details about that almost private plane crash that Post Malone was involved in last summer. Yes. Do you guys remember that? I do. His private plane took off from a New Jersey airport en route to London, his Gulfstream four jet, but it had to turn around moments later because a service door was open. What? Yes. And according to a report from the FAA, uh, this emergency landing had to happen after the plane blew its tires and committed several safety violation, including exceeding weight limits and not waiting long enough for the brakes to cool down. So there was just a plethora of nonsense that was happening on this private jet. And this is all according to the FAA findings. So
1: Okay. You know, because on June twenty eighth, the post Malone um Cardi B cruise is happening. The party with the adults. I've been following that, thinking last minute, be so funny to go to that. Well, you know, I can't. I can't. Oh, oh, you're you're busy. But but I just, I've been following it for people who go. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Julia. I think that'd be one wild ship to be on. Oh, I think my life would be in danger though. If Cardi B's
3: even going to be able to go, she's having all kinds of complications from her lipo. Her swollen feet. Her swollen feet. She's got a lot of lipo done, and then she was not taking it easy. I know. Mm -hmm. She performed, and so now she's been so doctor's
0: I mean, orders that she has to take it easy because if you there are pho- Cardi B shared photographs of her feet and were they bigger than yours Larry
3: Oh my god
0: oh, it, it's very painful. it's oh, actually frightening this happened instantly. when I wasn't there Yeah mm-hmm. yeah so Cardi B posted this picture last week and she blamed her swollen feet on flying and she showed fans that this was as a result of the recent toll of her cosmetic surgeries the boob job the liposuction and it's really hard on her body and she's saying that's why I can't do shows? Look
3: at my feet! Oh my
1: God! Are you yeah. seeing them, they Julia? Look painful!
3: It looks. They really look like they're painful. gonna burst. They yeah, do. Mm-hmm. I feel for her, but yeah, they're, they're, that's a lipo feet.
1: Yeah, and she hasn't,
3: well, an, and she performed like
1: right away that week.
3: I remember. pretty much I mean I don't know when it was but she kind of alluded to it and kind of I shouldn't be here you know yeah. I think she was careful. at the Billboard Music Awards yes. in
0: May and she said you know what I've got all of this surgery wow. maybe I shouldn't be on the red carpet right now but I am yeah now she has to take it easy oh, and gosh. on that note okay. on Cardi B's swollen feet we'll get back to comedy legend Bob, Bob. Newhart oh, <laughs> after the traffic all right let's do break. it what's happening out there uh, you know there's not a lot going on this afternoon uh, 169
1: northbound we're going to start there uh there's a delay in Ossia watch hey gang uh we were talking to bob newhart today and uh if you just are joining us we played the first part of our chat between five and 5 15 you can listen to it on the LoJ replay and He's coming to town here next Friday, the 28th, or two weeks from this Friday, for the um, inaugural Minneapolis Comedy Festival. Tour tickets are available at the Orpheum Orpheum Theater. I don't think you want to miss it. He's 89 years old, sharp as a. Attack. Attack. Mm Lori said I was going to say sharp knife, but that didn't make any sense. So um, we're telling him about what big fans we are Bob Newhart. So we've been fans. We watched the Bob Newhart show. We watched Newhart, and they, we were just talking about endings of shows because Game of Thrones ended a, about a month ago, and they were saying one of the best endings ever was of the second Newhart show when it was all a dream.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, my wife—that was that was her idea. Really? To, to end on uh, me waking up in bed with Susie. Yeah. And talking about this weird dream I had about owning a, an inn in Vermont. Oh.
1: Oh my gosh, that's, that's yeah, great. Yeah. And that was so clever. You're so funny. So do you prefer I know you were on the Big Bang Theory recently and um you just got honored with a golden what was it? The golden Derby award?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: That's yeah. really cool. And and just this earlier this month you got nominated for the Golden Derby Career Achievement Award. Um do you have a a preference doing stand-up comedy or TV or You know, taping things? I I still, you know, it's where I started. And, um,
2: yeah, I still do stand-up. You know, not as much as I used to. I'm going to be 90 in in September. You're Virgo, I hear. Virgo, yeah. yeah. Trouble. (laughs) Trouble is right. (laughs) I know, I know. I've heard that. (laughs) I I don't see any signs of it, but I've heard heard of it.
1: (laughs) We'll ask you, friends. (laughs) So, but you still love doing the stand-up? yeah it it's it's just
2: it it's so immediate it's there you know mm-hmm. you you're there and the reaction is immediate and uh, it's my first love and uh, you know as long as i'm physically able to show up and uh, and makes sense, which is becoming less and less possible.
3: <laughs> that, that's part of the charm, maybe too. It's a whole new thing. Okay, Bob Newhart. Here's a question for you. We love Mrs. Maisel. I'm wondering, do you have you watched that show? Oh sure, yeah. And yeah. how how do you think it represents? Because that's when you were up and coming in comedy. Well, that's
2: what, yeah. That's what it is. It's it's that that era of time that was so special to me because it was it was just happening. Yeah. To me, you know, I mean, I went from saying I in accounting I don't think I'm cut out for this, and then like six months later, uh, they're saying do you want to do six Ed Sullivan's or eight Ed Sullivan's. You I mean, know? that's incredible. Yeah, it was just uh, so it
3: gets that, was, that it's right. a wonderful
2: time of my life, and it's it was a uh, uh, the the unfortunate thing is I, I wasn't married at the time and. uh, uh you know that I didn't have someone to really share it with. Sure, it would have been great if Ginny and I had, had been married. Except I, could, I, couldn't afford to marry anybody. I had no prospects of anything happening. You know, I was taking. I once worked for the Illinois State Unemployment Compensation Board, a part-time job, and uh, and we used to get uh, sixty-five dollars a week, and the claimants got fifty-five. And and they only had to come in one day a week.
1: <laughs> that seems so wrong on many levels. Um, so, but Mr. Newhart, um, I don't I'm know Bob, if I should... I'm Bob, are Bob. you Bob? Okay, yeah. you know, you lost some legendary friends in the past year and a half. We lost Don Brickles, Tim Conway more recently. Did you, and um, I was reading that you used to have these really just fun um, dinner parties um, back in the day—I don't know what day it was, but it was you and Mike Connors and Mary Lou Dick Martin, Dolly Martin, Don Rickles, and Barbara, Steve Lawrence, and Edie Gorman. Yeah. Um, what, you know, what when you lost Don Rickles, what was? Do you have just kind of a favorite time with him that you could share? Well, it—you it, know—we
2: went on vacation together, and and people would say, you know, like we were the odd couple. And I, I, at one time, I was, uh, I belonged to this country club in L.A., <coughs> and I was in the in the locker room, and Joe Pesci was there with uh, Barshnikov. Oh wow! So I, I went up to, I, I didn't, I didn't, didn't know him at all. I went up to him. I don't think he knew who the hell I was, and and I said, would you please tell me? I mean, this is the oddest couple I've ever seen. <laughs> how Joe Pesci became a friend a friend of yours, and uh, and Pesci said, uh, hey, "How about you and Rickles?" <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, he's right. You're right."
1: <laughs> oh my! Is there like so <laughs> when I story. know it? So you know, you're kind of slow, build, steady. I mean. I downloaded some of your um, comedy for road trips, and I just think there's such classic things out there for people to hear, and I'm excited for a new generation of people to hear your stories, and comedy isn't done like that. I don't feel like anyone has your style right now, because... I mean, you really, you're level-voiced, you're calm, and then it's just so, it's delivered so differently. Have yeah. you, do you feel like there's anyone out there right now that you really like that has kind of that style or anyone you admire right now?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, uh, um, it, it wasn't that recently, but, um, I mean, there, there a lot of, the, first of all, the number one guy, uh, and I, I could say it now because Rickles is tasked, uh, but the number one Comedy influence of the past fifty years would be prior. Richard Pryor. Oh, interesting! Unbelievable. Just he's just um, he's he's beyond comedy. Excuse me. He's beyond comedy. It's it's like um, it it becomes like Mark Twain. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it's a history of it's, it, it's life today in the inner city, according to Richard Pryor, and it's uh, it's just brilliant. It's Uh I remember I was watching like the improv, or I was watching one of uh, maybe that the Elaine's that thing that used to come out of New York, the, mm-hmm. one of those comedy shows, uh, and uh, and I I would watch and and uh, I'd watch a guy and I go. Uh, well, he's kind of doing Letterman, you know, and then uh, another guy, and then uh, I'd say, well, he's he's kind of doing, uh, you know, he's he's kind of doing Rickles, and then a guy came out, and I'm watching, and I'm going, boy, he isn't doing anybody. I, I, he's just he's just doing himself, and it was Norm Crosby and uh, Norm McDonald Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and he was just. It, it, and it's so great for another comedian to see that, and, and and to see somebody that unusual and that different, and for the sake of comedy, you know, for the sake of it going on. Right. It, it needs the new blood, and um, and I mean, that's my favorite thing is to watch other comedians. It, it, I just, it's, I, I just, I love the sound of laughter. It's just. Uh,
3: it's an opiate. it's
1: truly oh, that is. is just such...
3: And you have given us so many laughs, Bob Newhart. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, you've made us just laugh and laugh. And we're going to arm wrestle that guy in the grocery store. We're your biggest fans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bob Hope, right? <laughs> Listen, we have to go because um, we've got to do our real show now. But oh, it, the real one. Oh. The real one. We're going to play this during our show today. and um, Oh, this is going to be on the air then. Of yeah. course. Oh, I
2: thought we were just talking
1: well Well, we were just talking and then we're just going to be talking again so everyone
3: can hear okay
1: and in this just know um our producer with us today is tony lee i mean we are huge 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 fans minneapolis is so excited that you're coming here for the inaugural minneapolis comedy festival starting next week you will be here friday night june 28th at the orpheum theater at seven o'clock Um, and there are great seats still available. I looked up and tickets start at $49 people. Yeah. So it's really, it's really an affordable night. Um, we're going to, I'm going to be out of town. So is Lori, but honestly, thank you for making us smile and laugh for all these years. And Twin Cities is ready for a big treat when you get here, Mr. Newhart. Bob, Bob, Bob Bob. spelled forward and backward the same way. (laughs) Okay. Okay, we'll see you soon and thank you for your time. And if you ever feel the need to just chat, call us.
2: Okay. Thank you.
1: All right. Bye. Thank you. Sure. Bye. Oh my
3: gosh. That was so fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> that was so cute it, Laurie, at Laureate then you're like, oh my gosh, that was so fun. And he's still on the phone. We called Mr. Newhart Offices today. That was such a treat. And if you want to hear the beginning part of our chat with Bob Newhart, it's at um listen to the replay the th-
3: Pretty
0: sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Third hour of the replay. When we come back, we've got the rest of the stories and the headlines we haven't got to today. This is Lori and Julia. My Talk one oh seven All right, just a reminder to everybody, this is Lori and Julie on My Talk 1071. And tomorrow we're broadcasting, we have a Food for Families broadcast at the Intercontinental um, Hotel at MSP. And we would love it if people came by and donated money or a non-perishable item for Second Harvest Food. Uh, chicken harvest heartland heartland and they are always needing things for the food shelf so and we'd love it if you stop by we're gonna have happy hour specials and a lot of thing at the altitude bar i'm Manana. expecting
3: just like a fancy uh situation
1: are you I'm. well I'm my so friend said this is it. a fancy
3: it's kind of that it's really a fun like fun i bar? always loved yeah the bar that they had at the graves and yeah you know it was kind of a good scene so yes. okay um Julia, did you ever see the movie Midnight Cowboy with Dustin Hoffman and John Voight?
1: Yes, and I just watched it a couple years ago recently. Again, yes. All
3: right. Holly, I know, has seen Midnight Mm -hmm. Cowboy. Oh, yes. yes. And Sylvia Miles uh, uh, passed away. Page Six is telling us uh, she was 94 years old. And she was in that movie? She was nominated as Best Supporting Actress for her role as the fearsome first client of Gigolo Joe Buck. In Midnight Cowboy, played by John Voight. And, so and beautiful. In, so beautiful in that movie. movie. Yes, Angelina.
1: Her dad
3: was hot.
1: Oh, yeah. Very
3: kissable lips and yankable hair.
1: Blonde, blonde. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And
3: Sylvia Miles. So she was the first, you know, customer of Joe Buck. Uh-huh. And then she was also nominated for a movie, Farewell, My Lovely. I don't know that movie. Know she also mm-hmm. appeared in Wall Street, Net Sequel, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, many other movies. I think She's she was a character actress. Yeah, that she was in a Jack Nicholson movie.
1: From the like seventies and eighties. Yes. Yeah. And she was ninety-four and she passed. Passed
3: away. She was a longtime fixture on the New York party scene. She hung out with Andy Warhol back in the day and um. Someone had coined the phrase, oh, Sylvia Miles and Andy Warhol would attend the opening of an envelope. We've said that before, that Mm -hmm. people showing up. She later addressed (laughs) the slight. Oh, (laughs) they'll show up at the opening of an envelope. Yeah, it's the redhead lady
1: that's always on the red carpet. We say say that about her everywhere. She told the New York
3: Times years later, Earl Wilson didn't say that. I said it about myself and Andy. And unfortunately, everything I say sounds like a press release, okay? Unfortunately, I'm that clever. So once I did go to the opening of a delicatessen, I'd heard Jackie O would be there. It turned out to be Jackie Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? And yeah. Her longtime friend, Geraldine Smith, said Miles had been in declining health, left a nursing home to go back to her New York apartment. She wanted to die at her home. Oh. She said, we went out for a big lunch to celebrate her coming home. She said, order drinks, order desserts. We had a wonderful time. And a part of New York was, is gone. She was born and raised in Greenwich Village. And she was going to be in a new movie um, oh, really? called Japanese Borscht alongside Village Voice um, columnist Michael Musto. Oh really? Yeah, so Aww. she's a character. If you yeah, she's see, totally a character. you see photos of her even in her 80s? You'd recognize her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, very um, eccentric. Yes. Lace, leather, tiny glasses. She stayed Flat in the trends. Hair. Well, Big yeah. Hair. She was just yeah. She's there yeah. Anyway.
1: Arriba, dechi.
3: Did you didn't tell us that uh, Ellen Nordgren, um,
1: Tiger Woods'
3: ex-wife, she's having a baby.
1: Her third. She has two with Tiger, and so she's having one. Um, I don't know who she's having it with, though. I didn't see that mentioned. She was last
3: linked to billionaire coal magnate Chris Klein.
1: Yes, I remember that. I wonder if she's still with him.
3: But they were reported broken up in 2014, yet were spotted kissing together in St. Moritz in 2016. Wow. Mm. But is Tiger wow. aware of it? I don't know, but he's, he's, he's smiling brightly, practicing... Ahead of the US Open. Yes. So there.
1: So thank you for that break. Lori <laughs> <laughs> comes back from the bathroom. Yeah. We have breaking news we have to get to. And Elan, whatever her name is, not again, is married. She's pregnant, and I'm like, Ooh, okay. okay yeah. I know. it. Thank you for that.
3: Kay and her mom and dad and uh, everybody is uh, they're they're yachting and famil off the coast of uh, Italy.
1: They do this every year. Yeah, I know. They what. do this every year. How lovely! How lovely! How lovely!
3: Off the coast of uh, you know the Amalfi coast.
1: Mm-hmm. The breaking story on the Star Tribune that is the number one trending story today is, is regarding a dock dispute on Minnesota's Leech Lake, <laughs> which is pitting a businessman versus a former reality TV star from Wayzata. Who's Who my, the former reality star? I'm um, Shauna Rash. It's her doc. She puts in the same. Um, way every year and she um rush a ways a salon owner who appeared a decade ago on a reality show millionaire matchmaker oh, yeah is being sued by her neighbors the netters Jeez. and the issue stems from you know there's too many people who want big docks and not enough lakeshore but she's put her dock in the same way for 20 years yeah so that's what's trending today.
3: By the way, Keanu Reeves, you know, the Keanu-sons is continuing. And he was asked
1: about it because he went to...
3: he was For some reason, he showed up to Toy Story premiere last okay. night. He's a voice in the movie. Oh, is that why? Okay, yeah. so he had a reason. For he shows some up, reason. But he shows up and stays because Ali Wong told Jimmy Kimmel, when he came to the premiere of Always Be My Maybe, and we saw this. It's such a cute movie on but Netflix. They, but they usually... Walk the red carpet, walk in the theater, and then turn around and leave. Yeah, he stayed and went in and saw the movie, and he stayed for Toy Story. Anyway, he um, um, he was asked about what do you think about all this attention. He said it's really nice and
1: sweet. Oh, he's so sweet, Lori. Because he's
3: also like the voice in a game, well, Microsoft. He's he's he's, he's
1: got a good voice. Something. Anyway,
3: with GameSpot and Microsoft, don't let Johnny Depp know because he's going to want this job. Oh,
1: my word, Lori.
3: Well, Johnny Depp is not Keanu Reeves. That's for sure. Yeah, that is for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Lori can't believe. He's not rude. He's always supportive. He has really fallen so far for you. Keanu is the only one left. Oh no, that's not true. I'm looking at our wall. Well, George, Clo- I mean, I'm just saying that
3: hasn't disappointed us greatly.
1: All right, I got to find one that hasn't. Movie star that All hasn't right.
3: disappointed us. George from- Clooney
1: really hasn't.
3: No, he hasn't. No. But Brad Pitt disappointed us. All right, Tom Kitch Cruise, we don't even. Only
1: disappointed us because I'm- of the movies. But get- Lori, I get it. Yeah. This is. He's I'm looking 15- at the man wall, and these men have disappointed <laughs> us. Keith Urban hasn't. No. He's still up there. Oh, that is a sad. For thought. now. Oh, stop. (laughs) Listen, visit us tomorrow. We will be live at the Intercontinental MSP Airport Food for Families broadcast. We'd love to see you. We'll start at three. Have a good night.